Cryptology Files. guys hello we're oddity files the podcast the po- podcast. shit the pod let's do it one more time we're oddity files the, the podcast. podcast oh look at the good we do podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are a creepy paranormal show with snarky humor creepy cryptid otherworldly, otherworldly <laughs> as our opener says <laughs> so we don't just talk ghosts we talk all things that you've just some never heard of, some you've heard of a lot, but don't really know what they are. Like the chupacabra, I had never heard or never like knew what that was. I've heard of it a hundred times. That's like episode three, too. One of those episodes. Right. But that's or, what there's we do. so many now. I know. <laughs> Which is amazing. Um, yeah, we're kind of the X-Files of podcasts, Ooh. if you will. Oddity Files, get it? X-Files, Oddity Files. We're the O-Files. Oh, jeez. No, we're not. <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, so how's everything in your world? Good, good. It's uh, calmed down a little bit. The Keurig has not been operating itself. Oh, I seriously okay. think I just pissed that ghost off. It's like, I'm I'm finding someone else. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, I think the lattes are better next door is what I'm going with. I don't know. If you saw their house. <laughs> I hope my neighbors do not listen to the show. <laughs> oh, speaking of people who listen to the show, I found out my mother listens to the show. What? She texted Both me last week. Both of our moms week. are avid listeners. <laughs> Has your mom had any other problems with Siri? No. Actually, I, I asked her because she was with her boss. Uh, we went and had a drink with her. And I was like, so do you do you listen again or are you still kind of like off? She's like, no, 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 I'll listen. But oh, just, you know. So I got a text from my mom and she's like, Oh my gosh, I just listened to your podcast. Um, welcome to the show, Mom. And I lost it and I can't find it again. And my mother is, you know, she taught me everything I know about computers, so it was adorable. Um, I'm like, I sent her, I said, here's a link, go here. And she goes on to tell me, which is the most amazing thing ever, she has a new hearing aid that is Bluetooth enabled so she can listen to it anywhere and no one has and any idea has. i want a hearing aid now i probably need one i should go to mom's doctor oh my god <laughs> no because if you had one then that would be an excuse yeah for sure i wouldn't hear even more because no. i'd never be listening to people <laughs> i know oh. say i'm sorry let me pause uh whatever's playing <laughs> yeah exactly so thanks moms for listening we appreciate it tell everybody everywhere and you that aren't my mom, that's listening right now. I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Please. And thank you. It and helps us, helps more listeners find us when you do. It does. And if you don't know, we actually have an investigative paranormal show on Amazon Prime. Um, one season is already up, and I promise we're working hard to get the second season up. We think we have everything figured out now. Yes, and now it's just a waiting game. It's just a waiting game. So, um, yeah, the the second season, you should see a lot of differences in the first season just as we grow and grew as investigators and 
and honestly video editors the third season is oh it's gonna blow your mind it's gonna absolutely blow your mind it is totally but what's crazy is that we are just about a month away from starting to investigate and film the next season i'm so excited it's crazy so excited some of the places we have booked i guess is what you'd call it are bucket list locations so I can't wait. I don't want to give too much away. I'm so scared. I think I gave it away in an episode three or four back. I know. I think we talked about it. Yeah. Definitely a bucket list investigation right around the corner. But um, as for Amazon Prime, if you add Oddity Files to your watch list, it'll keep you updated every time we put a new season up and all that good stuff. But and make sure you give us a good review, please. No more bad ones. <laughs> Uh, please, please, thank you. Um, what about you? Anything uh, creepy going on in your life? No, things are still pretty calm Gosh, since it's so boring since the spell. Um, the curse was lifted. The curse was lifted. It's 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 freaking me out a little bit that that is a possibility of why I was in that funk. I wonder who put that curse I on you. I don't know, but I might hmm. have to kill a bitch. I'm just saying, I hope they don't listen, because now they're going to put a new curse on me. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like when life's a little chill in the paranormal world around my house. I'm a big fan. I know. Not so much when we're on in investigations and nothing happens, because right. nothing's worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And it's always the places that we drive like six hours to get to. <laughs> we have to drive six, hours, six home hours home at 3 a.m. in the morning. Ugh. Gosh. Uh, all the close ones are super haunted and we're com- super, and we don't want to leave and they're kicking haunted. us out. Last week we did a, um, a live investigation. I actually talked about one of my, I guess you could say, most prominent encounters, which was just outside of Cincinnati where I lived at the time of the investigation um, at the, the Benton County Farm. Oh, yeah. That place, a particular part of that place was super active. So active. Y- you know, we kind of... I hate to put this out there, but we kind of need to go back. I won't go back there. I will not go back there. I won't. Because that what if I that messed me fill up you for full like of weeks. old fashions first. That messed me up for weeks. I won't do it. Really? Swear. You can go by yourself and do it solo. Well, that particular spirit hated me too. Well, then. Pushed me down. I know. Yeah, but see, it's not on Amazon, so we have to go back, kind of like we went back to Jailhouse no, Pizza. I'll to... post the highlights on Instagram. You guys can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but you know, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so ready to investigate again. I actually remember that friend I told you about that figured out that the spell yes. was on me. The situation she was going through, which I don't have full permission to tell the whole story yet, but I will give you this little tidbit. I hooked up the spirit box here at the house no. with headphones no, and got some really weird responses. It was pretty much quiet, but things that seemed like they were really relevant, she didn't think so at first, but you know, hopefully she'll figure out where everything falls into place. But why I even bring it up is it made me want to investigate more it's crazy remember when we had like eight investigations in six weeks 
And we were like, ghosts are scary. We're done. <laughs> we just need a break from the ghosts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how some of these people do it. Like with, you know, I do. They don't shows. have other jobs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. They go investigate and they sleep for three days. Yeah. I'm almost at that point where I need like an extra day's worth of sleep after an investigation. It's like the older you get, the worse your hangovers get. Yeah, ghost hangovers are real people. Ghost hangovers are real. But if you think about it, in theory, when they're active, they're using your energy and and they're drawing, literally drawing the energy out of you because there are some investigations we go into full of energy and we leave exhausted. Like like we had just run a marathon. Literally. And really all we've done is stood around in the dark. Yeah. So like there's no reason we should be that no. tired other than them trying to harness our energy. So if you think about it, when when like we go climbing or hiking on like a really, really tough one, the next day you feel it. You know? Oh yeah. What's well, the difference? Not that I do that, but But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally there's do. no difference. I think investigation hangovers are real. They literally are. Fight me. No, I agree. <laughs> God, chill no, out, man. Talking to the listeners like <laughs> ghosts aren't real. Speaking of ghosts drawing our energy at like when we first started the podcast, I talked about my trip to the Haunted Museum and that I had my aura read. Right. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching Ghost Adventures. Yes, I watch all of the TV shows about all, well, most of the TV shows about all the paranormal. And Terry, which is what we called her because I couldn't remember her name, but her name is Helena. She was on an episode <laughs> Of Ghost Adventures. That's not even close. Well, we called her Terry because it was supposed to be a tarot card reading. Right. We just made it up. We made it up. I didn't even try to remember. Jeez. But let me tell you, this woman is the real freaking deal. She would say something and the ovulus would repeat what she was what? saying. Which also makes me think the ovulus is legit. Not ours. No, ours is broken. Ours is broken. So right now, our ovulus, when we turn it on, it doesn't stop saying words. It's just all the words. <laughs> it's just and nothing's like, relevant. Nothing. Like foliage. <laughs> it always says foliage. Soldiers, which is soldiers. Right. Soldiers. Foliage. <laughs> yeah. Apple. Demon. Yeah. Always with the demon. But used to, it would be quiet. And then maybe like three times. And it over, was almost relevant. I know. A lot of the time. It would say a word or like a number. And then one time we turned it on and it would just started like reciting that the, you know, encyclopedia. We were like, this place is so haunted. And they're like, or maybe this is just broken. Did it say mama again? Did I tell you how I broke it? No. I didn't I know you didn't. did break it. Oh, I used my energy to break it. I didn't tell you the story. No, Professor Xavier. Well, so I was editing an episode and I needed this one word to pop up. So I held that fucker in my hand. And it's supposed to read the energy and be able to right. say what the ghosts are thinking or saying. I got it to say what I wanted it to say. But ever since, it won't shut the fuck up. So I never told you that story. Uh, no. A bitch is crazy. But... Do you think, in all honesty, the battery's just going dead? I've changed the battery. Well... That's what I thought. Have I? But it's also pretty know. old. It is, but that one, that specific model, goes for big numbers on eBay. It's hmm. the Ovilus 2, is Well, it? if it's broken, put it on eBay. <laughs> it It'll works all the time. pay for a hotel time. for one of our investigations. <laughs> yeah. 
shh, don't tell anybody, guys, please. We're going to put it up in eBay. Right. Oh. I can't believe I never told you that story. No. It, and, and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work. And I, I looked down and it said the word and I real quick snapped a picture of it on my phone and then it would never shut up ever since. And it won't. No. It will not shut up. I sh- Next episode, I'll grab it and we'll just let it we'll play in the it background. <laughs> oh, gosh. So did we tell him to follow us on all the social and all that good stuff? We do have a new podcast merch and a new merch dealer um, we sh- we switched that. We're now on Teespring. But if you go to oddityfiles.com, you click on the shop link. It's not real pretty right now because apparently my web design skills aren't quite what they used to be. Um, I can't get something right and it's really pissing me off. But if you go to oddityfiles.com, s- click on shop, it'll show you both uh, versions. We only have two versions right now. We're going to work on some new designs. Yeah, we will. And get some fun for stuff For sure. There we have um, a long flight coming up. Maybe we can throw together some stuff. Yeah. I figure I'll edit during that flight. Yeah. We'll see. Who <laughs> went first last week? So much has happened in a week. Yeah. Kitsy went first last week. Okay. Right, it's your go. Okay. So, settle in because it's not, it's not that long. But for my stories, it is longer. I'm a little wordier than you are. So this, well, and this wasn't even intentionally like this, but when I started trying to like filter some things out, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't take that. It doesn't long. make sense like, then. Well, it makes sense, but there are so many layers to this. Like an onion or a parfait? Like a parfait. <laughs> um, but, and it's something that I know you've heard about it, but I don't think you know the entire history of it. Oh, I am super stoked now. So there are numerous iterations of the Jersey Devil's origin. But in general, it goes like this. So Mother Lead was a woman living in Pine Barrens of New Jersey in the 18th century when she learned that she was pregnant with her 13th child. Oh, Jesus Christ. Chill, Mama Leeds. Yes. Close. It's crossed Um, those legs. But she, she says in regards to her unborn baby when she finds out, let this one be a devil. What? So... Mother she just doesn't want to deal with it. I mean, 13? I mean, in the 18th century? Cannot even imagine. Um, but she should have been careful what she wished for because, as obviously the story that I'm telling, kind of turned out to be that exactly. So Was it born in Jersey? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, you, Jersey. We love you. Um, so legend claimed that when her 13 child was born, it initially appeared to have a very average human baby body, but suddenly morphed into a hideous winged beast that slaughtered its mother before flying up and out of the chimney to forever terrorize the surrounding Well, at land. least she can't have any more children. Right. <laughs> so, no, no, no. so just out of the blue. Yes. Did it say how old it was? Literally, born demon oh. baby. Oh. Yeah. So... Although there are a lot of, I mean, I saw a hundred different stories on how this became. Right. But the history of it is what is so crazy. Okay. So in 1677, a Quaker named Daniel Leeds came to America and settled in Burlington. Ten years later, Leeds worked with one of the first printers in pre-colonial America to publish an almanac. Sorry. The emphasis placed on astronomy in Leeds' almanac was viewed skeptical by his Quaker colleagues. Leeds' attention to stars was seen as occultism. Well. Faced with criticism, Leeds only 
um, doubled down on the perceived theology in his works. In six in sixteen eighty eight, he published quote or he published the Temple of Wisdom, a book heavily influenced by German theology. Okay. He went on to publish other more um, explicitly anti Quaker tracts. Rebel uh, without a right, clue. Absolutely. <laughs> And came to work as counselor for Lord Cornberry. Unfortunate name. I, that's your new nickname. It just happened. No. <laughs> he was the British governor of New York and New Jersey. Okay. So most Quakers were opposed to British rule, which meant that members of the Quaker community saw Leeds' alliance with Lord Cornberry as yet another slap in the face from the almanac makers. Though. Okay. So, sorry. I know. Thank like you, I said, Lord it's Cornberry. Right. So, in 1700, a tract entitled... Satan's Harbinger Encountered, being something, by the way, to answer to Daniel Leeds, explicitly accused him of working for the devil. So of this course. is like a public thing that was put out. Saying, it's like CNN back then. Essentially. <laughs> but they're like saying he he's literally working for the devil. Okay. Yeah. I hope he got paid well. So when Daniel Leeds retired from almanacking, Making almanacs, writing almanacs? Almanac. Let's go with the almanacking. Almanacking. In 1716, his son Titan inherited his father's job and began feuding with none other than the face of the $100 bill, Benjamin Franklin. What? Benjamin Franklin's debut edition of Poor Richard's Almanac was published in 1732. For the 1733 edition, he poked fun at Leeds' almanac empire by jokingly predicting the day that Titan Leeds would die. Oh, shit. Leeds responded by calling Franklin a fool and a liar, to which Franklin replied by claiming that he'd received much abuse from a from the ghost of Titan Leeds. Oh. Um, since only a dead man could possibly have a response so stupid. Oh. <laughs> Franklin was... Snarky. Snarky. So he, but get this, he didn't even let up because... Continuing in vain, even after... I'm picturing this going down on Twitter for some reason. (laughs) Right. So, but Benjamin Franklin did not let up because even after Titan really actually died in 1938, Franklin wrote, Honest Titan, deceased, was raised from the dead and made to abuse his old friend, me. (laughs) A little too soon, Ben. Yeah, a little too soon. He just died. Let the wounds heal. Mother Leeds is a legit real woman who... um, her name was Deborah Leeds, the wife of Jafet Leeds, which was Titan's brother. Okay. So, in 1736, Jafet claimed 12 children in his will, but the Leeds family connection to the Jersey Devil legend likely had far more to do with politics than an actual demon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the Committee for Skeptical Inqu- um, Inquiry points out that the Jersey Devil legend is believed to have... Um, originated around the time Titan Leeds did, in fact, die. Before his death, Titan had also redesigned the almanac masthead to include the family crest. Which, which was a demon. Which features Weaverns, W-I-B-E-R-N-S? Sure. Wyverns? Uh, legendary dragon-like creatures that bear more than a passing resemblance to descriptions of the Jersey Devil. Like, oh. definitely looks like the Jersey Devil. So it's likely that the story of the Jersey devil began as another way to discredit or embarrass this family um, already accused of being Satan worshippers and ghosts a demonic <laughs> half kangaroo may have been you know in the eyes of their enemy a demonic half kangaroo have you seen the dirty devil I've not I've oh it looks them. like okay. a dragon and a demon and a kangaroo okay. so 
Regardless of what ultimately inspired the legend, the Jersey Devil eventually gained a life of its own. Throughout the 18th and 19th century, there were sporadic reports of sighting of a strange beast whose unearthly cries haunted the barons. One alleged sighting came from a very famous source, Napoleon Bonaparte's brother, Joseph Bonaparte. Really? Yeah. So the former king of Spain, uh, Joseph, went into exile in America after 1813. Okay. He built himself a mansion in Bordentown where he lived a life of luxury, of course. Oh, of course. You know, entertaining many nobles despite his was rural surroundings. Was he as short as his brother? This is, huh? Was he as short as his brother? Wasn't Napoleon short? Yeah, he was. I don't know. Huh, okay. Probably. So one day the king was hunting alone on his estate when he ran in to one of New Jersey's stranger residents. According to Bonaparte, he followed some unusual tracks and found himself face to face with a hissing winged creature with a head like a horse. After a stand down, Bonaparte said the strange animal eventually fled to the skies um, and he never saw him again. But was he drinking? Listen, there's probably a lot going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so nearly a century later... Um, concentrated reports of sightings occurred in South Jersey in 1909 when numerous alleged sightings of a frenzied beast caused like mass hysteria. Okay. Mysterious. I, I think I've seen that on Mysteries at the Museum. So mis, uh, mysterious tracks appeared across the Delaware Valley, um, even in relatively urban areas like Philadelphia. The winged creature reportedly swooped down and interrupted a meeting of a social club. How dare they? How dare they? Another woman reported she came... Um, upon it trying to eat her dog. Livestock what? had been slaughtered by this mysterious force. Schools were shut down and mills closed when workers refused to leave their homes because they thought this thing was going to get them. No way. Regardless of who or what exactly terrorized the Delaware Valley. So you've got snow days and then you've got Jersey Devil days. Literally. Um, sightings are still being reported. Um, in 2015, a man in Galloway claimed to see a llama-like creature spread out its um, leathery wings and take flight above a golf course. Why is everybody's description of this thing so different? It's not really. It's like a horse's head with leathery wings and its legs just I'm look like kangaroo. I'm still stuck on the kangaroo. Oh, okay. It's got like, you know, those feet. Okay. Um, but Does it in- have a pouch? Maybe. Okay. So in total, it um, there have been over 2,000 report reported sightings of the Jersey Devil over the past 275 years. Oh, that's insane. That's a lot. But whether or not these sightings are in fact a demon or not, it's clear that the mystery has sprung up around the Leeds family in the Pine Barrens that has now become a staple in American cryptid zoology. Um, But if you think about it, the 13th son has done pretty well for himself. I mean, he's still alive. Still alive, one. Uh, Two... I don't know if you know this. New Jersey's NHL team. They are the Jersey Devils, aren't they? Yes. Yes. So, look, he even has a, a professional sports team. And Africa. he killed his mother. And he came up in um, in X-Files. They talked about the Jersey Devil. Oh, there you go. In Supernatural, they talked about the Jersey Devil. Yes. And apparently in a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> well, he's from that area, isn't he? Uh, sure. I think so. But like I said, long, sorry, but no, I had no idea the drama great. behind the Leeds family I know. and how this thing was her <laughs> unwanted 13 child. Apparently you need to be born a devil in order to live forever. Well, isn't that like a thing, like selling your soul to the devil for yeah, eternal life? Yeah, but he's a newborn life? baby. Well, she sold it if she said this one. She said when she found out the 13th, she should have come for her husband. 
I tell you what, I would have. <laughs> I'd have been like, uh-uh. No, you're moving the fuck out. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. A lot of history. and I know. And that's why I was like, I don't want to take all this stuff out. One, because Ben Franklin, who knew he was like, such a he G? He was like, yeah. <laughs> no he wonder like, they put him on the, the 100. Alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He was the first member of Oddity Files. Right. Think about it. He was. Props, man. We appreciate you. No, that was good. I liked it. I love a good cryptid story. There's, there's With some American history. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to stay awake. It was much better than my I know. I was teacher. like, no, I'm just kidding. So it was good. History. No, it was good. I, names I can't tell you, but the events I understood. I actually have a, a haunting story that's like super relevant. So the other day I was panicking because I, I needed a story and I I just didn't want to just go to Google and say, haunted and go through 500 million pages. pages. So I I put a post out on Twitter and Leanne, who's like our number one fan. uh, She's great on Twitter. Thank you, Leanne. It's at Leanne one three seven sent me this story and it's the Colorado street bridge, AKA the suicide bridge. Um, It's in Pasadena, California. It was built in 1912 it is considered one of the most haunted locations in California, which is crazy because California brings us haunted locations like, you know, Winchester House, Alcatraz, the Queen Mary. And um, let's get back to the bridge. At this time, no, at the time, not this time, at the time, in 1912, the bridge cost a total of $191,000. Today, that's over four and a half million dollars for a bridge. I didn't do that math. It was done for me. Um, The bridge spans a total of 1,486 feet and at its highest is 150 feet tall. It's said that during the construction of the bridge, one of the workers fell to his death, landed in wet cement. Oh, no. And sunk in. How unfortunate. He landed head first. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> no, it's... But... Thank you, because I laughed. When reminds I me of the it. Punisher. Keep going. Well, yeah. Um, so he landed head first, and the legend has it that his co-worker, co-workers assumed he couldn't even be saved and just left him there, because it was quick drying cement. <laughs> so he's a part of this bridge now. No way. Yes, way. His body's still there? Yeah, that's the story, the legend, the lore. And, I mean, how can you tell? Can you, like... Use X-ray on cement. I'm sure with today's technology. Yeah, right? I. If anybody has that technology, let us know, because that's horrible. <laughs> if it's fake, it's hilarious. <laughs> um. So during the Great Depression, the bridge earned its nickname, the Suicide Bridge. The Great Depression claimed many suicide victims, and this was a hot spot for that sort of thing then. The most well-known suicide story is that of a young 22-year-old mother named Martha Ward, and this is documented before we crack jokes, (laughs) who in 1937 took her three-year-old daughter, Louise, to the bridge. Oh, no. Martha then proceeds to throw her daughter (gasps) off first and then jumps to her own death. Stupid. Horrible. Ugh, makes me so mad. And as if sweet baby Louise's guardian angel was looking out for her, the three-year-old lands in the branches of a tree, 
breaking her fall before hitting the ground, and she survives the whole ordeal. Could you imagine being Whoa. that kid? No. Oh, you know, mom just threw you over. Um, and as if karma was doing her part, bitch face Martha fell to her death. <laughs> bitch face Martha. <laughs> over a hundred feet below. Um, the suicides never really died down, even after the Great Depression ended. And recently, in an effort to stop the suicides, they've constructed an eight-foot fence all along either side of the bridge so that... Um, oh, yeah. And there's signs scattered everywhere with crisis hotline numbers. If you're, if you're thinking of committing suicide, please call this number. We want to help you. That's how bad it is. Um Along with the suicides, of course, came the ghosts. Several spirits haunt the bridge, including a man with wire-rimmed glasses and a vanishing woman in a long, flowing robe. She's often seen standing atop one of the... What the hell's a parapet? So she's ready to jump, is what I was trying to say. She, she climbs on up. She's ready to jump. And as she jumps, she just kind of disappears. A low protective wall along the edge of a roof, building, or balcony. Oh, it was the real word. A parapet. There you go. (laughs) She used synonyms on. You just totally saved my life. (laughs) Um, Below the bridge, ghosts are said to walk along the riverbed. Strange sounds and cries echo throughout the dark nights. Misty forms have been reported, and animals act strange in the area. Homeless camping under the bridge have regularly reported seeing ghostly figures and hearing mysterious noises. A haunt wandering under the bridge whispers her fault to anyone she, he runs across, although no one knows who he means. Hmm. Creepy. Yeah. Maybe she's why he jumped. I don't know. Myrtle, bitch face, is also seen haunting <laughs> the bridge, looking for her daughter she threw off the bridge in hopes that they would spend the afterlife together. Still, bitch face. Bitch face. Yes. Um, The most well-known suicide victim was that of actor, model, and musician San Sarpong. He took his own life by jumping off the bridge. In July 2018, two bodies were discovered underneath the bridge. Another body was found on August 28th. That's just last year. Hours after the police spent 13 hours successfully convincing a woman not to jump off the Colorado Street Bridge, city manager Steve Marmel declared an emergency and authorized the city to spend the nearly $300,000 to expand the fencing along both sides. So that's, they talked Gosh, her down, thank yeah. God, but that's why all the fencing is up. They're like, you know, enough is enough. So they're all kind, this is, what got me with this bridge? The evidence all over the internet internet of these ghosts. <laughs> Sorry. The internet. Internet. The internet. Um of ghosts. They're like fucking legit. Whoa. So there are all kinds of videos uh on YouTube of people investigating the bridge all over the place. But the one video I came across that Leanne had sent me was someone just joyriding on their motorcycle. They had um the helmet cams on and they catch a woman just walking on the bridge. So they get across the bridge. They're like, did you guys see her? Yeah, I saw her. So let's go back and make sure she's not a jumper. And they go back. She was like in the middle of the bridge. It's a hundred and yeah, it's huge bridge. And she's just gone. There was not enough time for her to go either way. And, um, 
they add that there wasn't enough time for the woman to cross the bridge. I already said that. Upon further review, the woman appears to be translucent. And I'll show you a picture here in a second. So was this one of the many spirits haunting the bridge? Methinks yes. Um, look for screen grabs of this spectral woman in our Instagram story today. We're at Oddity Files on Twitter. So let me, for you guys, pull up. And I'll send you guys a link to the video. Oh, it's on my computer over there. So I'll show you guys later. Yeah. Cut that out, Jimmy. <laughs> Say, I'm sorry, where is this exactly? Pasadena, California. Pasadena, right. I knew, I heard California. Yeah. It's crazy. And there's so many stories. And I'd never heard of it before. You know how, like, when you drive over a road uh, so much, like, it kind of gets worn down? Yeah. How do you they start to get, like, a little finger sticking out? Oh, of, of dude. Yeah. Or like the boot of a, like the toe of a boot. I think it was at the bottom of the bridge. Because, you know, what that'd be one fucking hell of a pothole. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was good, though. Yeah. There's so many places that we need to go that, like that. Like, obviously, we're not going to investigate it, but just to visit it. Yeah, for sure. Take selfies on the bridge. <laughs> Act like we're about to jump. But oh, don't really. my gosh. That's <laughs> awful. I, Jimmy, cut that out. Don't really, but yeah, but no. You can investigate under the bridge. Yeah. True. Get in, get on like the jet skis. Go with the homeless people. Oh, I don't think there's actually a river or anything underneath anything. It's oh, just it's a just bridge. Like... Yeah, that's why. Okay. I yeah. just assumed. Well, I didn't Water. show you any pictures, so <laughs> when Jimmy puts those stories up, you can check that out. So uh, one thing that we do is we get emails and DMs and submissions for stories that have happened to you guys or your friends and and they're my favorite and they're so great we get a lot of them and so we really enjoy reading them and and picking out the best ones to read on the show and this week we have one from valerie valerie's actually investigated with us in the past yeah so yay thank Um, you and if you guys have something crazy that has happened to you and you want us to read it because you just think it is absolutely absurd oddityfilescrew at gmail.com send us any an email and you know make it a make it a decent you know write a story story yeah, yeah. Make it a story not just a couple sentences because again we're going to read it and we want as much detail as possible and we want to be creeped out as much as yeah. our listeners do so yay valerie says thank you guys so much for taking an interest in listener stories it has been so enjoyable to listen to them i was absolutely floored by the story of the little boy with the guardian angel whose father passed away which side note listeners if you have not heard that story go back to episode nine and listen to that. We all had goosebumps. It's... And I was bawling. And Tracy, thank you so much for that story. She said, so here's another sad kid ghost story. Oh. Um, so Ashley was three and a half. Sorry. Ashley was my three and a half year old cousin who was approaching her fourth birthday when she was killed in a car accident. She was, oh. she was in her car seat and somehow managed to kick the car into neutral. It rolled down a hill, crashed into a wall. And she was crushed by the engine of the car. Oh, my God. They were oh. in a truck, and that's why her car seat was in the front. And this is also the early 90s, so seatbelt laws were a lot different. Um, I was about eight years old when I got the news. Because I wasn't close with my mom's side of the family, I'd only met Ashley a few times. But I immediately remember the time I spent with her and how sweet and tiny that she was. Mm. It was very devastating. Her father, being a general fuck-up, <laughs> ended up going to prison because of this. Well, good. Good. 
He was severely traumatized because he held onto the car as long as he could before it crashed. Oh and I my can't imagine what it was like, but no. for some reason, the city found him at fault and he went to prison. Oh, my um, God. His life has been in shambles ever since. Her mom is my cousin, Tina. Tina is about 15 years older than me, but she was the coolest, hottest, best-dressed J-Lo before there was a J-Lo. <laughs> um, I get a lot of my um, IDGAF from her. <laughs> and that's actually how she typed it. <laughs> yeah. And coincidentally, even though I was not close with that side of my family, we reconnected when I was about 12. Um, she asked me to start babysitting for her just like she babysat for me when I was a baby. Oh. I started babysitting for her two infant sons um, that she had after Ashley passed away with a different man. Unfortunately, as folks from Jersey would say, her husband was away. So oh, she was a single Jersey mom. Jersey going full circle every time. Uh, so she was a single mom with two very small children. Um, I took their names out because they do not, because they follow me on some social and I don't want to blast them. Yes. Thank you. That was sweet. Um, one was about six weeks old when I started watching them. The other was three years old. Um, Ashley's pictures were all over the house. It had been about four or five years since she had passed away, but Tina made it no secret that she had a child before and she was loved very much. No. Um, when I started going over there, I'm not exactly sure what happened first, but something happened that prompted me to ask, do you think there might be a ghost here? And what? she said, yeah, duh, it's Ashley. <laughs> and the she, mom said that? Yeah. Oh, I love it. So she told me this story. Remember, I'm 12 at the time. Now everybody wonders why I'm so into the paranormal. <laughs> yeah. So this is in quotes because it's like the story. Okay. Um, I knew she was here when I was praying one night, the same prayer I always pray, asking God if Ashley's okay. And she was with God. Please keep her safe. Give me a sign that I know that she's okay. And please tell her her mom loves her. If I could be with her, I would. Um, she says, like in parentheses, as tough and badass as Tina was, this still breaks my heart. Now yes. as a mom, I cannot imagine. Um, so then she says one night during that prayer, a toy fell out of her son's closet next to her room and it started saying, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm okay, I'm fine. Oh my God. I, I covered literally everything. goosebumps It everywhere. was a big bird toy. This validated this validated what she was hoping, that Ashley was okay. I'm literally oh my God. covered in goosebumps. I am teary-eyed um, and yes. I'll spare you the details, but there were other weird things that happened throughout the years. There was a mirror that fell off the wall at the same time constantly. Um, her VCR would say, hi, mommy, to her sometimes. What? Um, the things that would happen when I was there were never specific to me. It would just things would move or different noises, particularly anything to do with the kids' toys. Um, of course. We would hear sounds of a kid playing with toys in the bedroom, but kids would all be outside, things like that. The kicker was when the baby became about one and a half and could really articulate what was going on in his life. He told us that the girl in the picture was his sister, Ashley, mm. lived in his closet. <gasps> no! The boys had switched rooms at this point, so this was the same closet that the toys would fall out of. Oh. She would come out and play with him and his toys. Oh my God, that is so fucking sweet. But he would get upset because sometimes she would go back into the closet and have to go away. <gasps> he was telling more. Um, hey, can you make her come back out? Make my friend come out. I want to play with her. <sighs> and you can imagine, as this kid is telling her, telling Valerie and Ashley the story, Yes. how they could have felt. So um, she said, we were absolutely shocked. I don't think, um, oh, sorry, Tina, not Ashley. 
I don't think uh, Tina was ever really creeped out, to be fair. I think she was very happy knowing that Ashley was there. Oh, it would be comforting for sure. It's probably the most comforting thing next to knowing um, through her religion that she would be with her one day. Uh, me, though, I was creeped the fuck out. <laughs> uh, I babysat for her on a regular basis for about five or six years after that. And there were a number of things that happened all the time. I haven't talked to Tina about Ashley in years, but I am sure she's still there. And I'm sure that it's um, the same as it was. She would be about 28 by now. And I know we all often think about who Ashley would have been. Oh. That's Ashley's story. Thank you guys for sharing it. That was magical. That's so crazy. First off, how does the VCR say hi, Mommy? I know. And then that... I'm not like joking or anything. Like, no. what does that mean? Did, was it on it? I would, that's as you were talking about that. I'm like, so was it a tape that would play or would it? Blink, hi, mommy. You know, VCRs used to blink words and stuff. And time, I don't know. But that big bird, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I almost lost my shit. So creepy. And then the one and a half year old saying, my sister lives Where in the closet. Where did she have to go? That's what I want to know. I could never leave that house as a mother. Oh, Lord. The Wonder Box will be on blast 24-7. Oh, Thank God all my children are still with me, but... Yes, a million percent. Thank you so much, Valerie, for that story. Seriously. Yes. And that's what I mean. Like We hear these stories from people because everyone has has something that has happened to them that's completely different than things that have happened to us. Right. Um, and we would never hear these stories if you guys weren't submitting them. So seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And my favorites are the ones that prove that ghosts aren't scary. Right. You know, like that. So... Valerie, you're the best. Anybody else have a story? We'd love to hear it. We'd love to read it. Oddity Files crew at Gmail. I don't know. Is it time to wrap this thing up? I think it's been a good one. Some good stories. Yeah, for sure. I got a history lesson. Yeah, you're welcome. Much better than my history teacher in high school. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, don't turn out like Mama Leeds. No. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Yeah, population <laughs> control, people. Population control. Right. Um, no, but seriously, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. If you're on iTunes or if you're on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. No, um, thank you guys. From the bottom of our black little hearts, we <laughs> we love doing the. We love to just sit here and tell each other stories. Yeah. Don't get us wrong, but I love. The feedback we're yeah. can you believe all the feedback we're getting? It's so exciting, and I mean personally, we love we love chatting with you guys. Even if you tweet um, like a question, or if you say, you know, I I have something that's happening in my upstairs. I'm not going to sit here you and tell you that we're experts and are going to be able to solve it, but we'll tell you our thoughts and what yeah. we think uh, might be able to solve it. And we'll and if you're feeling a little crazy, we'll tell you. Well, you're probably not crazy, right? I'm crazy, but you're not crazy. But, so this has turned into our tagline. What episode is this? I don't know. We're in the teens somewhere. 17. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Um, and it's officially our saying, weird is the new cool. Weird is the new cool. It is. It took me a while to get on board. It, you know, I Because I felt we were just like craving for a, a tagline. No, I, like I told but you. It's good. I, this is what I, when my kids are like, that's weird. I'd look at them and go, weird is the new cool. So get over it. Oh, we'll just add the so get over it. <laughs> Anywho, Clayton, no, Jimmy is the weakest link this week. Oh. 
Mama Leeds is the weakest link. Yes, she is. <laughs> bitch face <Goodbye>. Martha. <laughs> bitch face Martha. Hashtag. Let's start a hashtag. <laughs> bitch face Martha. Bitch.